You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Conversations That Count podcast. Today, we have Ace with Ace's Academy here, leader, consultant, current banker with Rocket Mortgage, of course. But what I want to talk about today is what's made this man an amazing leader where he's trained people not only at Rocket Mortgage, but at companies all over the country. And also, if you want to learn how, for those of you that can't see, we're also going to be talking about the 10 keys of leadership written by Ace himself. Now, Ace, I don't want to talk too much, so I'd like you to introduce yourself as well. Tell anyone what you want them to know. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, the names, uh, nicknames Ace, real names <laughs> Ali Sharafadine, work names Alex Sharafadine, right? Of course. Um, I've been uh, in sales probably since teenager, I'd say, man, from, you know, helping out my family growing up with ice cream trucks and subways and gas stations, and then eventually throwing parties and opening cell phone stores and then distribution company, and then made it over to mortgages and Mortgages became a leader and started opening businesses and, you know, been an entrepreneur now for about 10, 15 years and been doing sales for about 20 years, you know. Uh, so it's been a long journey, but I'd say that sales changed my life and becoming a leader has helped me help salespeople change their lives. And that's why I'm here today, man. I'm here to impact, you know, leave a legacy and leave people better than where I found them, you know, and that's my never ending journey is, you know, continue to raise the best version of myself every single day, raising that bar and going to that next level and then helping people raise that bar as well. So while I'm trying to help you raise your bar, I'm forced to raise my bar, you know, because the only way I can make you better is if I continue to get better. People always ask me, man, like, like why do you give all your sauce away, man? Like you put all your stuff in a book when I do a training, I give everything away. You know, there's a lot of leaders out there, business people out there. They like to keep their secrets. You know, they only give you 20%, keep the other 80. I give everything because I want to be forced to learn more. I want to be forced to know more. I want to say like, if I gave David everything on this podcast, that means I need to come up with a new everything by tomorrow. What's my new stuff going to be, you know? So it forces you to keep growing, you know? But yeah, that's me in a nutshell, man. Married with one son. Uh, you know, living out here in Michigan, I go out to Florida as well a lot, but uh, we're here, man, we're here, we're living, we're grinding and we're trying to make some impacts. <laughs> of course. I love something you said too, completely unrelated to what we're talking about. But when you mentioned ice cream trucks, what's funny is my grandma actually used to drive them and I probably learned more from sales on ice cream truck than any amount of school, right? Trying to hand out ice cream, make sure you're managing the money. It was amazing. So I, I love that you bring that up. When when were you doing that? I, I was working at a gas station. The gas station owner bought an ice cream truck that was parked out there. And he told me one day, you want to make some extra cash and take this thing for a whip? And I said, damn, I never thought I'd drive an ice cream <laughs> truck. But we were all the way in Wayne City. I didn't know anybody out there. So I'm like, you know, the odds of me running into somebody are very slim. Why don't I try it? And then eventually my friends found out and they ended up, you know, driving around trying to find me all day. And then they ended up catching me and they chased me down. They ended up getting in the truck. I had like seven dudes in the back selling ice cream with me. Uh, I mean, that's amazing. It turned out great. Yeah, it was a fun experience. They ate half of my load, but 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I learned That's a lot right. from ice cream sales. I did because, you know, I did the business card thing. I got numbers for moms and dads and they started calling me and I was the guy they called. So even that there's levels to the ice cream truck, you know? No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Now, Alex, with you being, you know, the leader, like you are, there is something I do want to ask, right? I want to ask about young Alex, young ace. Yeah. That is young Ace, ice cream truck. <laughs> true, true. Now on your growth, on your path, right? Because a lot of what you talk about in your book, a lot of what you mentioned, right, is about mentoring. Was ever a time you spoke with a mentor, someone that had a conversation with you that really counted and impacted you, right, on your journey of sales leadership? Yeah, there's there's always conversations that impact me, you know, because I'm always seeking those conversations, you know? If you have a mentor in your life, it's a blessing because I've had, I've had times where I've had trouble finding a mentor at this level, you know, and uh, the last conversation that's impacted me is, you know, a conversation about me being stressed out, complaining about some things to, you know, somebody I consider a brother and a mentor and them hitting me straight in the face, letting me know that, you know, everything is happening for you. And if you're not in flow, what the hell are you doing? You know, the whole point of doing this whole thing was to live your life, enjoy your life, pursue your passion. You could only pursue your passions and execute as something at the highest level when you're in flow, that flow state. You know what I mean? The flow state flow state is when you wake up and you're happy to do what you're going to do. So I found myself falling in the funk where I was waking up and saying, well, I got to do this, this, this and this. It wasn't I get to as I have to. And it was just overwhelmed and busy. And I forgot what I was doing it all for. And the whole point of living the dream and the passion was to wake up and smile and say, I get to go impact today. So I caught myself in a little bit of a rut. And this mentor told me that you're not in flow, right? You're working out of force. And when you work out of force, nothing happens the way that you want it to happen. Because you're forcing the events. And if you're going to force the events, might as well go back to putting in 60 hours a month or 60 hours a week as a mortgage banker, making $50,000, $60,000 and just put your head to the table and grind. Because if it's just about working, then go back and do that because that could make you more money at sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's about the passion and the dream, figure out what causes you to be in your flow mindset, your flow state of mind, your peak enforce that peak every single day and then execute and act out of that flow mind state execute and act out of that flow right so that that's what i talked to him about and it kind of hit me good you know i'm like you're right you know and i i felt it i felt it real deep because i am not my i am not my best self when i'm not in this flow so the challenge for humans out there is how do you stay in the flow right for sure because life throws so many curveballs at you right But how do you force yourself to get in that flow? So for me, you know, it's very simple. If I eat good, I feel good, I dress good, right? Everything connects. I always say that. It's one of my things. Everything in life connects. So I had to get back to my routine and my rituals and my habits and making making sure that all all the connections in my life are positive connections, whether that's a conversation, whether that's a food I eat, because all that stuff plays an impact, whether it's working out, whether it's doing an ice bath, whether it's spending quality time with my family, all of these things connect to put you in that flow state. I, I love that. And and what I am curious about, right? Because right now at the stage in your life, right? You've made it very far, right? You're successful. 
So you've already figured out how to dress right, how to eat right. You've been in the flow state already. Do you have any advice for people out there who haven't even seen the flow state yet, right? Who are trying to find it? I'm sure everybody has felt the flow state in some sense, you know, uh, meaning like you've been at a point in your life where your energy was real high, your attitude was real high, you were happy. If I asked you to do something, you were going to do it with your best ability and with all your swag and confidence. That's what I mean when I say flow. And I'm sure everyone's been there before. I would ask if you remember that moment, what put you into that state? Okay. Right. When's the last time you've been in flow, Dave? And the last time I've been in flow, I mean, I'll say it's, it's been working on this podcast, right? Like when I was even messaging you for the meeting, I'm like, what does it take? How am I going to get you here? When can you, you cool at five. Great. Let me send you the link. You want it HD. I got it. Right. I was, I was fired up. I've been fired up all day about it all week. So, so you are in flow. I like to think so. Right. Yeah. So that means that you're in flow and you're pursuing your passion. So my advice to somebody like you would be never drop your passion. Mm. Never stop doing this. How long have you been doing podcasting for? I've been working on it now for about five months. So not five super months. long. Still pretty yeah. recent. So you better talk to me in five years and you better still be working on it. <laughs> you know? Hey, that's the goal for sure. Yeah. But the month is good because, you know, most podcasts don't make it past 30 days. So, And I would say something that you talked about that I think was important is you brought up your mentor, right? And how you came to him and, you, and he told you you're not in your flow state, which I can only imagine he is. But mm -hmm. I would say a good way to even get into that flow state if you're starting to lose it, having trouble finding it, probably finding people like yourself, myself, or anyone you know who's in it. So I just think that's a, a good thing you talked about. Yeah, definitely. Surround yourself with people that stay in flow. That'll force you to stay in flow. Now that is too. That's one of those small things, you know, just like eating mm -hmm. and working out and waking up on time and sleeping right. It's also who you're hanging out with. 100 percent Now, something I actually think relates to that too. Gonna use it to transition a little bit into your book, right? Yeah. Something I think that was pretty awesome is when you mentioned the slot machine. Right. Yeah. The slot machine, the goal of having these, I would almost call them non-negotiables where they got to be everywhere. They have to be everything you do. Now, I know you bring that up about a team, right? Is there any, before I start asking questions about it, is there any way you would recommend leaders out there to initiate that in every form of business and life, right? Yeah. Uh, so for the people listening, slot machines, um, you know, when you go to Vegas, they consume your mind with slot machines. Everywhere you go, you see them. 90% of people that go to Vegas end up playing slot machines. And it has, uh, it has a lot to do with the fact that they're everywhere. In the cab, when you come out of the airport, when you go to the hotel, you can't get away from them. And I always say, whatever you want to accomplish in your life, make it a slot machine, Right. And as you said, slot machines, I started looking around my desk and I started seeing all the <laughs> slot machines I have, right? Because I have slot machines here. I have like this picture that my son made at his daycare, you know, uh, of I leaves thought... changing, which I put a message to it that means keep adapting, you know? Mm. And he made that for me. That keeps me motivated looking at it. Um, I have this as a slot machine. How much water am I drinking throughout the day? Right. That's a slot machine. Keeping this in front of me, looking at it all day, you like, I got to drink some water. Um, Rocket set me a slot machine. What would a rock partner do? That's a slot machine. I'm not going to make a bad decision when I'm looking at this. 
right? Because it's that extra level of care. This right here is a slot machine, reminding me that time is of the essence, you know? Mm. This right here is a slot machine with my goals in front of me every single day that I write down every single morning, right? This right here is a slot machine, reminding me that I'm going to be internationally speaking like a Tony Robbins, you know? Um, slot machines everywhere around me, man. And I could keep pouring, pulling things out. I'll pull out 30 things like a magician. You know, you're like, where's yeah. this guy getting all this stuff from? I got a magic cat. I'm just going to keep popping them out. But they're everywhere around me, right? So th that's what I mean about slot machines. I'm like, you hear something that you like, or you learn something new, but then you forget about it right away. I had that problem all the time. I would read books, you know, and then somebody would ask me, what'd you like from the book? A month later, I'd be like, book. <laughs> I spent 30 days reading the book and I don't remember anything from the book, you know, but if you want to make it a slot machine, like I got a whiteboard in my garage where I work out, who puts a whiteboard in their gym? I do big ass whiteboard too. You know why? Cause when I get ideas or when I'm listening to an audio and something pops up that I like, I got to write it on the board, make it a slot machine. So I'm always looking at it and I remember it. So pretty much a slot machine means consuming your mind with things that you want to stay on your mind. Right mm -hmm. now, in the leader sense, you're a leader, right? Yes, sir. What's the most important thing you want your team to focus on next month in June? Most Just important one th thing I want. Give them me, to give focus me one on. thing to bring results. Our biggest thing is self growth, being the best you can be. And how how do you want them to focus on that? Uh, so what we've been working, so what we've been working on is you're probably familiar with them, the IOKR. So I've had everyone establish one personal goal, one professional goal, right? So what do you want to hit? What do you want to accomplish? And then I'm doing regular check-ins to see where are we at? How far have we made it? Have we hit our weight goal? Have we hit our production goal? Right? Beautiful. So I love that, right? Push people towards their personal goals. You can push them towards their business goals. 100%. How do you make that a slot machine? Well, the first thing I'll do is I'll get a whiteboard and write down everyone's name and their goal right on the whiteboard and put it in the middle of the team. Mm. The second thing I do is I'd have a daily email with an update. Hey, Jeff's OKR update for the day. Send it out in the morning. Tomorrow, Susie's update. Jim lost six pounds. Let's clap it up for him. Every single day, email mm -hmm. goes out. Slot machine. And then when you do your huddle every single day, make the icebreaker about somebody sharing their goals. So we keep hearing the goals every single day. Slot machine, right? So you make four, five, six actions that keep coming. And now your team's consume with these goals that they made. They know they have to lose weight now. And they know that they have to hit this number now because... It's repetitively on their mind all day long. I love that. That's actually great advice. I'm yeah. going to steal that. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's like, that's almost your biggest key of the entire book, right? All you're talking about is essentially how to get in your your team, your leading's head, and yeah, how look, to make them the best they can be. I've read leadership books out there, okay? And yeah. I've read sales books out there. It's a lot of philosophy, right? 100%. What I did, man, this is like, what, 88, 90 pages. And literally, it tells you a story about something. Then it tells you how to execute on that something. And then it forces you and tells you how to make it a slot machine and a lemon. Right? Yeah. So pretty much, this is an interactive book where it's like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do. This is how you do it. Go ahead and do these five things right now. And this will happen for you. Right. So that's why I like it. It's a quick banger. Find what you need in here and execute on it. That's what it is. It's literally a, a handbook to execute on plays. I call it a playbook, not even a regular book. It should be a playbook.
I like that. That's a good way to describe it, especially since on the website, even you have the sample content where you can not sample, but almost like the complimentary content where you can actually yeah. fill out the steps as you're doing it. Yeah. Well, you it. fill out your own playbook. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Now, every great coach needs a playbook, man. There ain't no NFL <laughs> coach out there without, without their playbook in their hands. Right. 100%. What would you do for Bill Belichick's playbook? How much would you pay for it if you're in the NFL? I don't think you can pay for it, right? That yeah. price would be astronomical. Well, here you could pay $24.99. Get the Bill Belichick of Mortgage Banking's playbook right here, you know? And you have it. So now the question is, what do you do with it, right? 100%. Are you going to make it a slot machine? Or are you just going to read it and toss it on the shelf? Well, ideally, make it a slot machine, right? Something yeah. that I think is huge, too. And I think I told you about this already. I'm planning on stealing your Herald, right? Because for me, I have a team of 40 people. So when you have 40 people, there's almost no opportunity. And for those of you out there running larger businesses, running larger teams, there's almost no time where you're communicating something and all 40 people get it, right? Whether it's someone's running late, someone's sick, whatever it is. So I've already had someone sending out emails, almost recapping every single meeting. We're working on making it fancier, right? Because I noticed something you do a lot in the book is branding just about everything you made. You're always putting something like you're putting a cool look on it. Yeah. Um, and already the emails have been helping, but we're working on creating the actual like news article, um, yeah. which I think is going to be huge. So that was that was already good feedback I've stolen from you and yeah. I put in the book. And just yeah. for those out there, too. Right. As far as our company goes and a lot of companies out there, Alex has always led a winning team. Right. I've talked to a lot of other directors about him, did my research. A lot of them were mad because they couldn't beat the guy. So yeah. should believe what he's saying. Now, something I also noticed outside of the book, too, not that I don't love it, want to keep talking about it, but something I also noticed, too, is you have a blog where not only do you have the books you put out, but you're constantly putting out video content and written content for those people in a hurry of just different knowledge. Right. Yeah. And I, I think you even mentioned that if people want to ask questions, they can and you'll answer it every week. Yeah, man. I get DMs all the time and I answer people's DMs. I don't even know, you know, <laughs> because I've had authors and people that I looked up to answer my messages. And I know how much that means to me, you know, and I've had people that never look at my message. So I know what that means and what that does, too. So, sure. yeah, I always try to, you know, respond and engage with anybody that, uh, you know, is looking for the growth because I think that's important. And I think without them, I'm nothing, right? So yeah, I'm always there for the audience. I'm always there for the followers. And I try to provide value every single day by just documenting my life. I mean, my stuff's all raw. It's not It's not edited, you know? I just, I got a camera right here, a camera right here. And everywhere I go, I take a camera guy with me. And whatever's there is just sent to an editor. And it's just, they don't even show it to me. They just spit out content, you know? So everything is raw in real life to show you exactly what I'm doing for companies, exactly what I'm doing on the phone, exactly what I'm doing in my personal life, just documenting the journey. I think that's something that's almost lost in the world too, not to get on like a podium, right? Everyone, and I think even as like a leader, right? The best leaders are the ones who are genuine in themselves. Um, so I can see how you were successful. If you can be genuine with the world like that, I'm sure your team probably got every look at Alex, right? When he was leading. Them. Yeah. No, definitely. Authenticity is, is one of the biggest things right now is being authentic. I mean, we hear it all the time. And uh, sadly, I keep seeing companies that I go to mm -hmm. that the leaders are not authentic. 
They don't know anything about their team members. I ask them, do you know your team members' goals? Yeah, they want to make money, like surface level, <laughs> right? You know, of course they do. I had somebody tell me one time, you know, thank you for 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 tracking my goals. I said, what do you mean? They said I've had a lot of leaders, but all the leaders asked me my goals, but nobody's ever came back to them almost every single day like you do. Mm. Like I was at my team for like two years, and I kept coming back. Did you propose yet? Did you propose? What are you waiting for? We were supposed to do it last month. I got to a point where I forced him to propose on Thanksgiving. <laughs> he literally did I it for that. me. And then he called, he called me first and told me that he proposed, you know, how many leaders out there would your team member call you first if they proposed or had a big life event? And if they wouldn't call you first, I'd question you and say, how strong is your relationship with your people? Because mm -hmm. as a leader, you're the father figure, you're the therapist, you're the attorney. I say it all the time. We got to be whatever our client needs to be. We got to be whatever our team member needs to be. And if you could be those things first before business, the business will follow. It's not 100%. business first. It's a personal life first, right? 100%. Take care of somebody personally and they'll run through a wall for you. Show somebody you don't care about them personally, they'll hate you forever. Just a job. Man, you're right. And actually, it's funny because as a leader, some leaders will like become leaders because they want to make money, right? Which is great, right? Obviously, you work to make money in a lot of cases. That's that's cool. But like you said earlier, if you really want to make a ton of money, you can go bank, put your head down, make a ton of money every single month if it's just about the work. But when you become a leader, you really sign on for helping people. And when you bring up the proposal, I actually had a banker, young guy, he's like 22 years old. I'll never forget, it made me feel like I had really accomplished something because it was 8 p.m. He's not even working. He's He went on vacation with his girlfriend and he swore, I'm going to propose to her. And like you said, I kept checking him every time he would call me. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Happy you told me about that client. Have you proposed yet? He's like, whoa, 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 man, I'm going to. I swear, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to. Cut me some slack until he gave me like the day and the time. And I said, all right, I don't believe you until it's happened though. You got to tell me. You got to let me know. He was like, I swear, I'll tell you. I'll text you before my mom. You'll know, I promise. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure you will. Crazy thing is it's like 8 p.m. I think it was like a Sunday night, right? Again, this guy's on vacation, not even working. And I get a text. I did it. She said, yes. And it was it was one of those things where, I don't know, I just kind of had to sit for a second. And it, it made me feel really good that he felt so good. And he felt that out of everyone in his life, right, I was worth reaching out to, especially first. Right. I was worth reaching out to to say, hey, you know, this amazing moment happened in my life. I wanted you to know. And I think that's when like being a leader. Is becomes real. Right. It's no longer just a job. So I, I just I loved hearing you bring that up. That was. Huge. Yeah, I could uh, read people real well. And you're you're a great leader because I could tell the way you said that and you felt it and it's real. You're authentic. Right. Made you feel good to make him feel good and be so important to him. That's why you're going to be a good leader because you care, right? I could tell you care. I could sniff him out. I could sniff a fake leader <laughs> out and I could sniff a real leader out. So that's good, man. And I'm happy that he made you feel that way because that's what real leadership is about. No, I appreciate you. And, and that's why I can't stress it enough, right? I like to think I'm good at a lot of things, right? I like to think I'm the best at everything, which human beings were not. But the places I lack and I, can't make up for where I've never been the best at like administrative stuff, 
right? Or like leaving notes, whatever you call it that leaders are supposed to do. But to your point, I take a lot of pride in people because that's why we're here, right? Like yeah. you, I could have just a state of banker kept doing you, that. Yeah, you don't have to be great at everything, right? That's why yeah. you have a team. Yeah, focus on your strengths and then outsource, delegate and eliminate everything else. 100%. And actually, I want to transition real quick because I was watching a video. I watched it a couple of times because it inspired the hell out of me, right? I was watching the video you have on your blog with the Tony Robbins video about Conor McGregor and how he was inspired and how oh. you went over those four stages, right? Where you got like the warrior, the magician, yeah. the lover, the sovereign. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you to break down the whole video again, right? Because I know we're getting towards the end. But I did want to ask, how do you figure out the right times to, to kind of initiate each one? I know you mentioned it a little bit in the video, but how do you figure out the right times to be a warrior or be a magician or to love your people, right? Or to, or to be that king, right? When do you kind of look for those times? I think you look for those. I think it's a lot of intuition, right? Okay. And I think you look for those times when you feel like you need those times, right? So for example, if you know somebody's at my front lawn breaking my windows, right? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like somebody's disrespecting my wife or my family. Somebody uh, is racist towards my mom at a grocery store. You know, I might have to right away go to the warrior, you know? For sure. Because the warrior needs to come out at that point right there, right? Because that's the way I feel. But if a client cusses me out on the phone, right? And initially, my first thought is to go to the warrior, but intuition tells me that's not the smartest thing to do is to be a warrior and cuss back to a client, for example. Mm -hmm. Then I would have the sovereign come out, right? And I would say, what would the sovereign say? The sovereign would say, chill out, young boy just a client on the phone, <laughs> you know, you're never going to talk to him again. Let him get his stuff out and let him go off the phone because I know using the warrior in that aspect is not good for me. Right. Mm -hmm. If I'm in love with a girl and she's cheating on me and I know she's cheating on me and I'm still in love with her and the lover keeps acting inside of me, then maybe it's time for, you know, the warrior to come out and say like, Hey, lover boy, she don't love you back. It's time to move on and shut the door. Right. For sure. If somebody's in a room and they're making jokes, right. And they're saying all this stuff about me. Right. And maybe I want the warrior to come out and say stuff about them, but maybe the magician comes out and says, Hey, let him make his jokes. You'll get him at the end. Remember you have this, this, and this going for you. And the magician says, chill out. You got this. Use your mind. Right. Don't use your words. So I think uh, and then a lot of times when you're confused, you could go to all four of those personalities and write down. What would the sovereign inside of me say about this situation? All I want you to do, all I want you to focus on, all I want you to remember is blank. Write it down. Mm -hmm. What would the lover inside of me say about the situation? All I want you to do, all I want you to remember, all I want you to focus on is blank. What would the warrior want me to do in the situation? All I want you to do, all I want you to remember is blank. And what would, what's the fourth one? Uh, lover, sovereign. Uh, lover, warrior. sovereign, oh, magician. magician. What would the magician want me to do in this situation? All I want you to do, all I want you to focus on Blake. You write down those four answers and then you put them together and you come up with a good solution. Um, the point of that video is that a lot of people just act off one part of their personality. Conor McGregor at the time was only acting off the warrior. 
He was throwing uh, dollies at buses, breaking windows. He was knocking out old guys at bars. He was getting drunk, acting a fool, right? Mm -hmm. Only acting out of his warrior self. He wasn't using the other three parts of his personality. So when he channeled that out of him, you've seen him in that fight in the, in the YouTube video that I posted. You've seen the difference between his composure and his professionalism and his calmness when he went in there and he took a deep breath. You could tell he was in flow. Yeah, he was. There it is. I got goosebumps. That's what it is. When you use all four of those stages, right, or all four of those parts of your personality, that's when you're in flow. That causes flow. Actually, I never mentioned that in the video, but you just made me realize that using those four parts of your personality will force you into flow because it's a lot of clarity. I see. Because what answer one doesn't have, the other will. Yeah. Think of it like this. Uh, you got an aggressive father. That's a warrior. You got a, a soft, sensitive lover mother, right? Mm -hmm. You got a slick ass magician brother, <laughs> right? For sure. And then you have... Uh, a wise very very wise grandfather and then you want to make a big decision in your life and instead of just talking to the, your crazy warrior aggressive dad you talk to all four of them and then you figure out the right answer mm. yeah i like that that yeah, actually you, that was a good analogy yeah you could ask abe Sur how many times i call him and ask him questions because abe Sur is the magician I believe that <laughs> he definitely is. Yeah, man. I love that. I like how you brought that full circle too. That was awesome. That was just uh flow. <laughs> I love it. I, I want to thank you, Ace, Alex, for taking the time out of your day, right? Not only are you working with Rocket, running a company full time, sharing your knowledge on a regular basis. You also took the time out of the day to meet with me. And take it from your family, nonetheless. So thank you for that. It oh, means of course, a lot. man. Of course. Now, just to remind everyone, right? Again, for those of you that can't see, I'm holding up 10 Keys of Leadership by Alex Rafferty. you need to get this. Ali Rafferty, right? If you want to say government name. If you 10 wanna... Keys of Leadership, 10 Keys of Sales. 10 keys the of planners sales. are there. Automate your days. And for those of you out there trying to build your leadership, build your business, find or stand it right, you also do consulting. So you'll come out, basically change the game, help them rebuild their leadership team or sales team from the ground up, right? Yeah, we got an academy, man. It's $99 a month. Wave your Starbucks and McDonald's for a month and come out to the academy. <laughs> we do weekly calls for one hour a week with me live and our whole community. We're out there. We're answering questions. We're showing examples from people across the country, success stories, failure stories. I'm telling you, you come out four times for the month, once a week. You're going to get your $99 worth plus some, right? We're talking about big increases on your investment there. So we're doing that. And then the Academy has a bunch of videos and virtual training. And it probably has over 200 videos inside the Academy and templates wow. and presentations for leadership, for sales, for mindset. And our weekly calls are all recorded. So a lot of value, $99 a month. I used to be a thousand a month. I dropped it to 99 because we're in a recession. People need some help. So you're a good man. Out. I did want to show you this uh this shirt. I think you're gonna like this one. Please. See that? Oh, that's sweet. The jack. The most shirt. important things in your life and make them slot machines. Constant reminders. You want to talk about slot machines? My gear is my success reminders. <laughs> right? I love it. You're wearing mm -hmm. slot machines. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Do you even wear the even morning ritual, machine mode, I need a vacation, even <laughs> ice bath, everything in life's a test. Show me how you hunt your pipeline. I'll show you how you hunt your life. If you mm -hmm. want to be known for what you do, let what you do be known. Right? If you want Squeeze to be known for what you do, let everything you do be known. I Sauce like that. God and everything in life connects. So that's more slot machines. Acesacademy.com. Hit me up on social. Send me a message. Get into the community. Get into my network and let's all grow together. Thanks let's a lot for having me, brother. I appreciate it. Well, you're not going to escape yet because first, all of his links as well are going to be in the description. So make sure you click those in case you don't want to type them in. But one last thing you did mention in the book that I know we have to do. We have to do an awoof. We got to do it together. I insist. Well, you talk about being the best leadership version of yourself. We got to get hyped up before we go. Are you all willing right. to do this with me? All right. One, two, three. I am, I am the, the best. best Leadership, leadership version, version of myself, of myself. And, and i will continue, I will continue to, raise to raise that, that version, version daily, daily. Oh, appreciate you you're the man i love it man thank you hey thank you sir this has been a mission matters network production listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com